Hey guys, Naughty here. In this episode, we have a sexy confession from Mike. Mike is bi and married to a woman, and from time to time, she gives him a hall pass to satisfy his cravings for cock and cum. In part one of this two-part interview, Mike talks about his first sexual experience with another male, dry-humping his friend after getting all worked up from getting caught jogging in the rain. He shares the first time he played with his ass, he describes the sensations he feels when he plays with his ass, and the various different things he's stuck up there. He also talks about his first marriage, how his wife felt about his bisexuality, and what led to their divorce. If you're one of my patrons, you're getting this episode before everyone else. Everyone else will have to wait till Labor Day. If you want to join my Patreon, click the link down in the show notes. It comes with a host of benefits. First-tier members get early access to episodes. Second-tier patrons get those benefits and access to video of a few of my interviews. But my third-tier patrons get all of those benefits and exclusive access to most of the videos of my hot and steamy playtimes with my guests. You'll definitely want to join, and your contribution will help keep the podcast going. And now, without further ado, here's the interview. Hey guys, Naughty here. So today I have, I guess what you would call sort of a, a sex confession from a bi guy named Mike. And Mike first wrote to me and he said he wanted me to use the name Mike and uh, disguise his voice for anonymity. So uh, if any of you want to share your stories and remain anonymous, you can bet you that I will honor that. So in his email, Mike says, uh, there are a few reasons I need anonymity. I have somewhat of a niche career and I'm trying to change jobs right now. Additionally, although I'm out as bi to my friends and family and our friends know we have some sort of open relationship, she doesn't want her family to know and some of our friends are really judgmental about sex. They would definitely be shocked if they found out exactly what I do when I hook up with guys. Finally, even though my girlfriend and I have an open relationship, it is a limited open relationship with specific boundaries. She doesn't want me doing anything that would be an emotional threat to our relationship. And to her, that includes talking with anyone by phone or online. I break the rules a little bit if I feel like it's in the general spirit of our agreement and it's necessary to express my bisexual side. Mike. Okay, so that's uh, that's the preamble. So everyone, welcome. Mike, how you doing, Mike? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Naughty? Oh, I'm doing great, man. I really appreciate you uh, coming to share your uh, confession. So you're bi, right? And right. you're in this open relationship with your wife and your, um, and pretty much everyone knows that you are bi, correct? Correct. Yeah. D does that include your, um, your family and her family? Uh, so my family does, uh, my close family does, uh, her mm -hmm. family does not. I, I don't think, uh, you know, that's something that like, I am sure they can kind of pick up on from, you know, they follow me on social media and they can pick up on, you know, things that I share, like when it's, uh, you know, bisexual awareness day and, you know, that sort of thing that, um, you know, I, I tend to you know, make a, make a post like that. And so they're, they're able to see that sort of thing. I'm sure they can guess, but she doesn't, uh, want to discuss any of that with her family. Um, you know, she doesn't think that it's really any of their business and that's right. fine by me. I'm not planning on having any conversations with them about it. So. Are they more conservative or, is it, um, or is she just no. really private? just private um yeah i mean I i'm in the midwest and um mm -hmm. you know people in the midwest even if they're uh you know liberal people politically like just kind of have more traditional mindset traditional value systems um you know right. a lot of uh, a lot of catholic guilt here in the midwest so right 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 so is it so is it just uh an open relationship thing she doesn't want people to know or that includes the bi thing that she just doesn't want her family to know about um she hasn't really said specifically um she mm -hmm. just kind of has lumped both of those things kind of in together with one another and it hasn't been something Got that it. i you know really uh, am, am trying to come out to them at all so right, you know, we right. don't have those conversations so Got it. Got it. So first of all, it's nice to meet another bi guy. Um, and, uh, I don't know if you've, uh, listened to all of the episodes, but I did, um, an interview with, um, bi porn star, uh, Wolf Hudson and 
think a couple others too. So, so sure. let's, let's back up. So I tend to ask kind of the same questions. Um, the first is because you didn't really focus on a very specific thing. Um, now you did send me some stories prior to this email that, um, I assumed you wanted me to read or you, or yeah. did you want to share them? Okay. So yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. If you could read those, that'd, that'd be great. Yeah. So I will definitely read those. Um, but for today, uh, just kind of getting to know your whole backstory. And so mm -hmm. how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I'm 37. Like, do you, can you describe maybe your makeup, kind of how you look, you know, and all that, just so I can, yeah. I'm a visual person. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a taller guy. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty tall. Um, uh, white guy, uh, uh, I was very, uh, very thin growing up for a long, long time. And, uh, then just kind of started to fill out in, in my mid twenties a little bit. Um, I'm, you know, kind of athletic, uh, but not, not super, I'm not a gym rat or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, mostly just, uh, just kind of, uh, athletic average toned ish. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, got a, with, with you know work over the many years uh, that's kind of uh, kept me from from getting into the gym so i got a little bit of yeah. a you know a li little bit of a, a, a gut starting as i'm as i'm getting up there in, in age that's okay you actually sound pretty hot mike um so um so tell me so you're welcome so when did you first know that notice that you were bi uh well i think i first really noticed it as bisexuality um once once i um so so i was married before and um it was actually shortly after i got married that i uh, kind of discovered and accepted my bisexuality um i did notice um kind of some some sexual feelings for um, now looking back on it, I, I think they were sexual feelings for guys, um, back, uh, when I was growing up, but you know, how, how a lot of that, I, yeah. Um, so that was probably, um, when I discovered porn and, and started jacking off with, with friends and, um, mm -hmm. actually even, even a little bit before that, there was one time where uh, a buddy and I, we went, we went running um, and, and it was, it was raining out and, and like, and, you know, not to be, to appeal to the prurient interests here, but, um, you know, we were kids and just, uh, about to kind of, you know, hit puberty and, and I was a little bit of a late bloomer, but, um, I just kind of always, uh, was interested in, in sex and, um, so, you know, I, I think the hormones were kind of, uh, kind of getting started there and um you know after we because you know we would get out and play sports and we uh me and all my friends we'd, we'd go on runs and and ride our bikes and and uh mm -hmm. you know pretty athletic kind of group of group of friends and you know with this one friend we went out on a run and it was raining and after that we wound up just kind of like two kids just kind of exploring like um you know, exploring bodies and, and we wound up kind of dry humping each other. And, um, but after that, I think, um, well, let I me stop up there for a minute oh, yeah, because, uh, um, you'll also know that I'm, you know, that I'm a very visual person and I like details. So you were about what age with you and this guy? Uh, probably, uh, 12 years old ish. Okay. All right. So then I'll do the disclaimer. This is me asking about this is not for sexual gratification and it's not, um, you know, I'm not talking about, I'm not, I'm not this, I'm not asking because I want to be sexually aroused by underage boys, but I'm, I'm just trying to see how the, how evol the sexual evolution is for different individuals. And so like for yourself, um, the one phrase that I hate is one thing led to another. It's like, I want to know what those things are. So you guys are done whatever working out doing whatever you're doing mm -hmm. at 12 it's raining okay you guys are wet where did you end up going did, were you messing were you fooling around in the rain or did you go in with somebody's house no yeah we we went back to to my house and i, I think i forget kind of what our plan was that day i mean we, we were 12 years old so we were uh, trying to find 
who had the um, whoever's house had the best video game system it wasn't mine but uh w- whatever we were doing there maybe going back to play ping pong or watch a movie or something right and um yeah we i mean because it was raining and that was kind of a, a surprise when we were out kind of on our run training for sports um you know i think our i think oh, our i remember both, those days yeah yeah a lot of that uh I, I think we were both kind of worked up from the exercise and and then just soaking you know just soaking wet and we got back to my house and we uh, just kind of had to pretty much just kind of peel the clothes off and and uh and we were in the i forget how it happened i think we went up into my room and um I, yeah, I don't really remember. Like, Were you guys just kind of bantering around like, you know, the guys in sports do or say, oh, I'm, I'm, bit, I'm bigger or you're bigger. Or they're, oh, hey, we, oh, man, I'm like this and start touching and joking around. And next thing you know, we start to fucking really like it. And then you start looking at each other and stuff. Or did you guys get straight into like, how do you go from that to dry humping or someone call it frauding? Like, how do you get, how yeah. do you go there? Yeah. You know, I. I don't have a great recollection of it, but I think it's, okay. it's how you kind of described it. Um, just given what I remember about our friendship and, and how we would, you know, banter about things and, um, you know, and then, I mean, even back kind of early on, uh, growing up, even before this, like I was, once I found that masturbation was a thing, like, I was, um, you know, very interested. And so I would like show my friends like, Oh, this, this, you know, I do this and it feels really good. And, you know, for me, my thing was, I would, uh, I would, I would, I would hump two pillows. And so I'd kind of like stick my dick in between the pillows and, and yeah. just, you know, hump away. And, and, um, so, so I'm not sure if, if that was involved at all. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think you, it was just, oh, go ahead. Yeah. You you think it was just what? Well, I, I think it was just the banter back and forth. And my vague recollection was that it was just kind of like we were both, um, we both just had this, like we could kind of see it in each other's eyes that we were both mm-hmm. really like worked up and kind of horny. And uh, yeah. like we started just kind of like, uh, touching each other's bodies and and then right. after that i think um he was a little bit uh you know a little bit bigger than me and and i think he uh, you know pushed me on the bed and and uh, i think that's kind of how um he was on top of me and just kind of dry humping me so and then was there any kissing or eye contact involved or not really no not really i think we wanted the um kind of plausible deniability of you right. know, I, I don't think i don't think we were um thinking that this was uh gay at all or that this sure. was you know any um anything that that we weren't you know we were two uh right just just two dudes in the midwest yeah. two two dudes in the midwest and so i think it was right. just um you know we never talked about it ever again and um, yeah. so did you both ejaculate no, no. So this was, uh, like I said, I was a, I was kind of a late bloomer. So at 12, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I hadn't uh, gone through uh, puberty yet. And, and I don't think he had, um, you know, I didn't, you know, see his dick or anything that time. Oh, okay. Um, short, well, short, well it was probably, yeah, go ahead. No, shortly what? Well, shortly after that, when I, you know, discovered porn and my friends discovered porn and we'd all jack off together. I did see his dick and mm-hmm. he had a really nice dick. So, um, and you guys never touched each other, right? Never touched, never touched each other's dicks or anything. Just kind of, uh, mm-hmm. rubbing our, uh, you know, just kind of grinding, uh, sure. grinding against one another. So no, I meant like when you're jacking off with your friends, you guys never, no. Yeah, no. That, I mean, there were several occasions where, me and friends, we would get together and, and, uh, do that during sleepovers or, uh, trips for, for high school sports. And, right, um, right. I got you. you, know, I got we'd, you. we'd wind up in somebody's basement and everybody's just kind of pulling up their favorite porn site and, and slowly everybody just 
starts to pull their cocks out and, and jacks off and um you know so i was able to see his see his dick later but yeah nobody was nice there, there wasn't any mutual touching um, got gotcha. you now you said you were 37 and when you said mm-hmm. everybody pulled their favorite porn out i just remember like because we're around the same age um you're actually, mm-hmm. and and uh like you know back when we were like you know even in the teens we really didn't have like on mobile personal mobile devices to really view it so oh, no. so what do you mean when you say like pulled up their favorite porn like what mm-hmm. how did you how did you view it like somebody had a tape or what no, no, this was, I mean, uh, the early days of the internet and, uh, like 56 K dial up and, Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I get a- AOL instant messenger was a thing and, uh, oh, you know, yeah. people lime wire and, and Napster and Kazaa and, and those okay, Kazaa, right. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh, dude, you're taking me back. Yeah. I miss but, AOL Explorer yeah. too. Or not AOL Explorer, <laughs> AOL Cause you know, they had yeah. all those chat rooms that like, if you, you know, you could create any kind of chat room and if you did, sure. and if you, uh, and you could make your own, you can join them. Yeah. That was, those were the days. Yeah, so, yeah. okay. So then what was your actual first real sexual experience? What was it with a, was it with a, oh, well, we won't go necessarily into the female, part because that's not as interesting in this sure. sense where was the first of all um so i have two questions yeah, yeah did you first start did you first start experimenting with your with your butt playing with your butt before mm-hmm. um um your first uh male male sexual experience or did or did that come first like what which came first yeah yeah it was it was definitely before my first uh male experience it was so like uh, when I discovered my bisexuality, when I was, uh, shortly after I got married to my, to my ex-wife, um, it was all solo stuff just online. And so I was married for, for eight years and, um, you know, the, I don't mean to cut I, you off. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. But when you say discovered your, first of all, how do you define bisexual? Because everybody, people yeah. have different ideas. I define it as you know you're you're sexually attracted to both men and women, and that yeah. can that, that that attraction could evolve, could include romantic feelings or not. But you have a lot of guys these days, for whatever reason, um, I'm sure there are many reasons. You'll have terms like heteroflexible, heteroromantic, mm-hmm. biromantic, bise. You know what I mean? So I just yeah. so how do you define it? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in, in I think I ascribe to, uh, I think it's Robin Oaks has a, um, like a pretty broad definition of bisexuality. Um, but you know, I, I don't have it off the top of my head, but it's like the capacity for being, um, attracted sexually and or romantically to, uh, multiple genders, not just two, you know, it's not just, you know, it's not trans exclusionary or anything like that. But for me, I, I do, um, just because it's simple, it's a, it's more of a simple idea that people can understand. I describe myself yeah. as a heteroromantic bisexual guy. Um, and, and that's, you know, I'm not saying that I um, do not have the capacity to be romantically or emotionally attracted to men. I just haven't really felt those same feelings that um, that emotional attachment those romantic feelings where i want to to woo a guy where i want to take him on a date where i want to and you um, wouldn't want to right now because of your relationship with your wife right so yeah um, not yeah not something that i'm looking for but you know i i realize that that is um that theoretically that is possible for me but right now it's not what i'm looking for and i'm i'm not looking to change kind of what i what i feel i'm not really open Mm. to changing what i feel at this point right so and the way you describe bisexuality i would look at that as more pansexual because it's you know it's not particularly about one gender or sex or what have you it's about you know an array but but if that's but you know that's Mm -hmm. people have their own you know, people have their own definitions well the heteroromantic bisexual that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about the you said robin who Robin, Robin Oaks, I think it's O C H S. Okay, um, that one to me sounded yeah. a little bit more trans, but you know, um, so so the so the butt play that started before you 
Um, so, okay, so you didn't just, so, okay, discovering your sexuality, your bisexuality. So mm-hmm. up until your, up until your marriage, you didn't realize mm-hmm. you didn't, you didn't, I mean, you kind of took notice of your, of your friend and, and other people like men between that time, right? Or did all of a sudden, once you were married or after such, that's when you started having attraction to men? Yeah, I, I think it was, I, I started just accepting it a little bit. Um, you know, I, I didn't, and even still to this day, unless I'm like, you know, I, I think of it as uh, bicycling if I'm like really <laughs> attracted toward men or really attracted toward women and it kind of swings back and forth. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's stronger than others. If I'm like really bicycling hard toward guys, then you know, then I'll start to like notice guys out in the street and like, you know, I'll be looking at their, their bulges and, and, you know, imagining what they've, what they've got under there. But, um, just in general, even to this day, I I still kind of don't notice guys who are attractive out on the street. And I don't, that doesn't like get me, um, like get me horny unless Mm -hmm. I'm already kind of in that, in that mindset. So, you know, it wasn't something that like I was constantly, as I was growing up, I was like just uh, fighting these feelings all the time, but it was, it was very easy to not look into any of my like childhood experiences or, you know, any of those feelings as a kid, as I was growing up, because I grew up, you know, Catholic in the Midwest with all the mm-hmm. cultural, emotional baggage that, that comes with that. So, yeah. um, I find you fascinating because um, I've heard many times and on different podcasts um, anonymously where guys would talk about the fact that they love sucking dick, they love getting fucked, but they have no physical attraction to men's bodies or masculinity. And I know I'm not, I mean, I I don't think you're quite that far. It doesn't sound like, I mean, it sounds like you can be attracted to more than that. It's just, it doesn't really come to you until certain at certain times which is also fascinating but i wonder yeah. for those other guys i don't want to i don't want to delegitimize what they're feeling but to me it just seems like i always wonder like okay if you're not attracted to the masculinity is it because you're not allowing yourself because you yeah. don't want that to mean something about you you yeah. being not straight and that so yeah. you just focus on the dick or there may be some guys that just like they may not actually be attracted to anything, but when they look, they just look at a cock and be like, look at that. It's thick. It's juicy. It looks like it belongs in a mouth. I admire mm-hmm. the way it stands up. It's I'm drooling and I don't know why. Let me suck yeah. it. You know, I, I don't know. But um, yeah. anyway, that was just kind of a side yeah. thing. No, I, I think you're I think you're onto something there. I mean, like, I think a lot of it is probably cultural too. I think that there are a lot of guys who, uh, you know, describe themselves as you know, uh, just attracted to talk, but, um, they wouldn't, um, be attracted to men or, or their bodies or anything like that. But it's just because they, they have kind of made their decision of, you know, this is my life and I can't open myself up to, you know, any of these other feelings. I mean, I, I, I realize like shame. that, yeah, like, like shame or like judgment or, you know, something that could, ruin their, um, you know, ruin their current relationship. I mean, I know that there's, there's a huge debate going on online kind of constantly, but, um, I think right now there was like a a famous, um, I don't know if he's a rapper or something, but, um, he got into an argument with his, or, or I think he's, I think he's actually abusive to his girlfriend. He like ripped out some of her hair and people, there's another, um, there's a, there's a woman, uh, a, a black woman, and, and this guy's a black, black man. And I know that the black community, this is me not being a member of the black community. So I, I don't know. Um, I'm just kind of a, a, a kind of a, a, a voyeur on the sideline. I don't really jump into it when I'm, when I'm on Twitter, but it's been a very vocal kind of argument about whether or not like, oh, this guy did this because she grabbed his phone. It must mean that he's gay. And in the black community, from what I've seen, there isn't, like many other communities, there isn't a whole lot of acceptance that, like, you know, outside of this extreme example and scenario, um, 
there, there isn't a whole lot of of understanding that like just because a man may have sex with other men it doesn't make him gay automatically and even if it does a lot of people women especially straight women a lot of the time tend to weaponize that and and yeah, use that as a, like a, an insult like that's a really bad yeah. thing yeah so in the black community and even in the latino community it tends to be the they're usually about five or six steps behind as far as um acceptance goes in fact um when it comes to homosexuality they're very conservative in that respect even if they mostly are not politically and i was reading uh, one psychology book about how like um uh you know young it was funny because you were talking about how you and your friends would jack off together as kids um or in your you know growing phase and the funny thing is i read about how white young males that's usually some of their first sexual experiences are with other men versus mm -hmm. young black boys growing up it's not um it's it's less i'll say that much and yes there is a lot of homophobia in the um black and latino communities it's gotten a lot better um you know with things that you see but i but i have seen that you know a lot of number one you're right like black first of all the sad thing is that most women would not even date a, a bisexual man so you were very yeah. very lucky yeah. um yeah and and I talked about this with I think Wolf and somebody else wouldn't even do it, um, or if they yeah. did, they'd be you know would be enticed by something more than something monogamous. But yeah, so mm -hmm. most women, and then about ninety eight, I would say, percent of black women, and I, I can't, I think the same with Latino women. I'm not sure, but they would not either. And so, yeah. um, and so it's yeah. difficult. And you know, they also say that in LGBTQ, the B is silent because even the gay community treats the bi as if it a lot of times as if it doesn't exist um, yeah yeah and, and and i know that you know uh bisexual people don't have to you know there's the certainly the the argument or the you know truth to a certain extent that like bisexual people don't have to deal with um the struggles that uh gay and lesbian people have to deal with because they can kind of pass as straight in society but, you know, there's also the, you know, if you're making that claim, bisexual people also have issues that gay and lesbian people don't have to deal with in that um, they feel like they're, you know, bisexual people, myself included at times, you know, feel like we're not part of either community and we're not accepted by either community at times. So right. you know, there's I a mean lot, you know. A lot on either yeah. side. Everybody's struggling. Yeah, no, I, I understand. See, there's this perception that, oh, well, you're greedy and you just, you just whatever can't make up your mind. But the reality is, is that like someone like for me, I would much rather be either way because again, there, like you said, there's that acceptance factor. You know, women, they, they can't get over the fact, sure, women can experiment all whatever in college. You know, they can't get over that or they, yeah. or, or the idea of, be monogamy like i think you and i are different in that i as, as much of a sex fiend as i am uh, mm -hmm. i love i i'm more of a monogamous person that would surprise a lot mm -hmm. of people um mm -hmm. and but they don't believe they won't believe it um and so that's why i always give kudos to people like you and some other bi guys that kind of you know show that hey look you know i can be trusted um you know here and you know whatever and um i just you're right like and I know we don't have a lot of time, to, so I will, I'll keep moving on. But yeah, I think we're definitely on the same page. And I, 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 and I just hope that it, I hope that it changes and I hope that, and it, and it, it is changing, but you know, it's kind of, it's very difficult to be a bi person because you're not, yeah. like you said, you're not, a, you're not as accepted in, in either community oftentimes. And it makes dating and all of that quite a challenge. That's why mm -hmm. I don't judge anymore. Um, necessarily guys who do certain things because they are they're stuck in a closet you know you you're like yeah. stuck in and out halfway of a closet so anyway yeah i i'm not yeah. articulating it right but yes no. okay no so, I, I think you're you're explaining it well but i'll yeah i'll, I'll let you move on to the next question <laughs> so um so yeah we keep passing we keep passing over the butt stuff so when did you start mm -hmm. playing with your ass uh that was probably the first uh time i started actually even 
this is even before I accepted my bisexuality. I was um, playing with my ass when I was single. Um, before I first of all, it's so hot hearing you say that. Can you just repeat that? Like saying playing with my ass. That's just so fucking hot to hear you say that. Can you say that again? (laughs) Yeah, I was playing with my ass. Um, Fuck, that's fucking hot, dude. Mm. I was playing with my ass earlier today, too. (laughs) Dude, Um, I'm the boy. Don't turn this into a playtime. But anyway, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, yeah, I was I was playing with my ass um, when I was single, um, and you know I was still holding on to the notion that I was straight, um, but I just liked pegging, and so I watched pegging videos. Um, and so, then so how did you play with your ass? I would what did use. You do? I would use fingers, um, toys, uh, markers, and, and actually, yeah, well before, well before toys, I was using household items. I was using uh, lots of stuff around the house. So, so, so let me ask you, and we may, we're probably going to end up having to do a part two, um, yeah, but sure. let me just, let me ask you, so what is it that, um, I ask this question a lot on my podcast, what is the, describe the sensation of getting like being penetrated what you love about it like and not that oh it feels good or it feels great or it hurts it for like you know i'm sensory guy so for the Mm -hmm. person at the bottom out there some like some just like the feeling of being stretched some feel tingling some have prostate sense but what is it like Mm -hmm. for you when you fucking have get pleasure from anal describe the sensation for us yeah it's um like like when when you started out and when i started out it was the sensation around my around my hole around my anus of mm-hmm. just like um like like tingling like almost around your butthole mm-hmm. yeah around my butthole and like like mm, almost ticklish. You say that. <laughs> okay, sorry <laughs> and it was you know it, it um to the point where like you know i've tried I've tried to get many uh, girlfriends and and uh, wives to uh, to participate in in some butt play of their own, but they um, it, it's been difficult because you know they say oh it, it tickles or oh that's painful and it's not painful if you actually just like sit and breathe through it and like feel what it feels like um, it feels it's just a sensitive area of skin. It's got a lot of nerve endings and it just like lights up. Like for me, it's like the same thing as kind of, well, the same, same thing on steroids as like when I discovered that my nipples were kind of sensitive is that, Oh, like when I'm, when I'm horny and my, my cock is hard and I'm watching some porn and I'm touching my, my hole. Uh, it just, it, lights up like i'm like uh it, it's like a like a pinball machine i just like yeah. you know the hard wires going yeah. yeah they're hardwired yeah, yeah. All, all those spots are hardwired and so um yeah i that's kind of how i discovered it and i liked it and then i was well oh so wait I'm so i'm sorry so you said there's a tingling yeah. so there's a tingling sensation does it feel orgasmic does it feel where where do you feel the tingling all over your body in a certain spot what what's what's happening there yeah yeah the tingling sensation is around my is around my hole but it does spread out i think through most of my lower body um and you know kind of straight to my brain too but you know i don't really get throughout the rest of my upper body but yeah it's it's in my ass my whole ass feels warm uh my legs my kind of torso just feel um warm and vibrating when i'm when i'm touching my hole and Mm. then when i found you know that i liked exploring inside like i also just like the experience of doing the penetrating too so me Mm. like fingering my hole with my fingers and exploring with what that feels like from my fingers perspective and like you know just the the different you know, how warm it is. And, um, and that's one of the things I was getting at. And that's one of the things I was getting at because are you saying that you get that all those sensations, even before you penetrate just from feeling around your hole? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what, that's, that's what made me like really 
um, like want to get into it. And I gotta say, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm a, I'm a butt slut. I love big <laughs> toys. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love, uh, you know, average and, and smaller cocks too, uh, in my hole, but, um, you know, give me a, a huge cock in my ass any day of the week. So, so the, so the penetration part of it, it's inside it like that you like so much. Is it the stretch feeling or is the fact that you can yeah. feel something going over your prostate? What is it that gives you pleasure from that? Or is it both? It's, it's mostly the stretch. Like I've had prostate orgasms. I've like, you know, milked myself and I've had my, uh, my ex-wife has done that. Um, you should send me audio of that, but go ahead. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I have any, uh, saved up, but maybe I can do, do that in the future, but, um, yeah, I may yeah, be able that, to help you, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But that, that, that was never really kind of like the primary thing that I was interested in. I was more interested in like the stretch and feeling full. And then you add in, you know, even to the point where, um, you know, like I said, like I love, love all penis, uh, in, in my ass, uh, yeah. So like, even though, um, some smaller guys like might not give me the same feeling of fullness, like it's also the psychological, uh, sure. idea of like, Oh my God, this guy's fucking me. His, his cock is in my hole. He's yeah. filling me up. He's going to, he's going to pump me full of his cum. That's just, yeah. Oh my God. Like, that sends me, that gets me, gets me wild. So. Nice, nice. And I got, I was just about to ask you something. And I totally forgot what it was. Um, I see you're talking about the penetration around your hole. Preparing and clean. I think you've asked that question of other guys. So I, don't know. I have, but that wasn't on my mind. But go ahead and okay. talk about that. Um, did oh, you sure. yeah. start out with a regimen for that or was it kind of messy? Oh, thank you for saying that because now I know. Yeah. I have a logical question, but it may be kind of a gross question. Um, no, no, go for it. So since you love the feeling of being stretched and full, mm -hmm. do you get aroused just from dropping a deuce? No, uh, I, I and don't. And for those that don't really, know, yeah. that's like number two. Look it up. Go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I don't get aroused from, from, uh, from dropping a deuce from from taking the dropping the kids off of the pool. Um, right. but, um, yeah, I just, it's like when I, uh, clean out, you know, I, I think I might, I probably have some, like some IBS or something too. Cause it like it food kind of runs through, you know, not to get too graphic, but food kind of runs through me like kind of quick. Um, and so when I feel like the need, like it's just, it it's there it's it's um gone it's it's taken care of and when i'm like cleaning and prepping for when i'm gonna like uh hook up with a guy or if i'm just masturbating just doing solo stuff with my toys um you know because i do like large toys like i, I like to like clean out deep so i'll like do like a, a deep enema and you know that gets like gets messy and I got to get in the, you know, get in the shower and, and, right. uh, you know, get everything down the drain. But, uh, when I'm like kind of filling up like that, I, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of time. So I'll put my laptop there and, and I'll, uh, sniff some poppers and, you know, I'll kind of alternate between kind of filling and expelling and cleaning out. And, mm -hmm. uh, then other times, you know, I'm just using my toy because I want to make the whole kind of that whole kind of experience, the whole, the whole, uh, I want to make the, the whole experience kind of pleasurable. I don't want it to, to feel like it's like a chore, uh, right. or so like more ritualistic in a, in, a, in a sense yeah. rather as a yeah. chore. So, okay. So what you, you were, so you've been married twice. Did your first marriage end ending have anything to do with you being bi or you're wanting to hook up or anything like that or cheating or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, there were other reasons, uh, for sure. Other, I mean, a lot of external reasons. I think that we were a pretty good match as far as our chemistry and, and compatibility was concerned for the most part, but, um, you know, how we got along on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, I think we communicated well about a lot of things, but there were a lot of other things that we were dealing with. Um, 
And one of the biggest ones, probably the biggest one was my bisexuality. Uh, when I came out to her after we got married, um, you know, I was a complete wreck. I thought she was going to divorce me right then. Um, I told her that I wouldn't need to act on it though. And, you know, that, I think that was kind of a promise that I couldn't keep as far as like, I didn't know what I was going to feel in the future. And mm-hmm. so she accepted that. Um, she, but like, and it was, it was okay for a while. And then I like asked her to, I asked her to peg me and she, she refused. She said she thought it was gross and she didn't want want to think of me like that. So, mm. you know, when she said she didn't want to think of me like that, you know, and I, I had kind of like been afraid to ask that of her. And so when she kind of shot that down, that was kind of like a rejection of my bisexuality. And so I just kind of, all right, well, this is just going to be something that I keep to myself. Uh, you know, my solo activities here, I'm not going to open up to, to you about this. Um, and so that's kind of how it was for several years. Um, until I, well, how long were you married? Uh, when? uh, for eight years, eight years. And, and starting when, uh, so I was 26. Um, okay. yeah. So, uh, okay. Yeah, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, yeah. No. Um, yeah. So eight years and, um, you know, fast forward a few years and, um, and I kind of some really, really strong bicycles where I thought I was going to like, you know, was going to cheat. And I didn't, I told her that I thought I would need to experience, you know, being with a guy once before I died. And, you know, that's, that's how I phrased it even. And, and she, that sent her into a tailspin. Um, you know, we didn't, talk for a few days and um it was just like devastating to her i thought you know oh she's she's liberal she's got a lot of gay friends and like very close gay friends like she she'd understand she'd be open to you know some sort of arrangement where you know i get my needs met on the side uh nope not at all and i think now looking back on it that kind of tracks she had a very judgmental uh family um and it just wasn't, um, overall that wasn't, that wasn't a good fit. So, uh, yeah. And she forward, has a right to her yeah. monogamy, just like you have a right to your, yeah. you know, openness. So, yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. so fast forward. Okay. Yeah. So fast forward then, uh, you know, like I said, we dealt with a lot of other external stuff, finances and trying to start a family and, um, you know, facing some serious, um, serious kind of, mile markers and um and she uh made out with a guy in front of me on the dance floor when she was drunk and that kind of like threw me for a loop and uh wow and you know then was she apologetic about it after when she sobered up not really yeah i mean she 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 was but it was just like oh it didn't mean anything i was drunk you know no big deal and then we just, you know, started discussing after that, we, she brought up that, uh, she might want to explore an open relationship. And, um, you know, I, we started talking about that in, uh, couples counseling and, um, we were talking about boundaries and, you know, I set some limits. I set one limit that I don't think she liked very much. And, um, then she which shut was. the door on the, which was, uh, nobody that we, uh, that we know or that we work with and um, shut that down wow okay yeah and come to find out later that um and and she had told me this previously she didn't communicate very well about her sexual fantasies but it took a long time for me to get it out of her um in the past that the only thing that she told me that she fantasized about was a guy that she worked with um and so when i set that boundary um she then shut the door on the open relationship idea later uh, after we separated and divorced she started dating that guy <laughs> so he, wow. he he got divorced as well and so now i think they're together but uh after she shut the door on the open relationship well, i hope they weren't idea, fucking behind your back so yeah yeah i, I don't i don't know 
but uh, it was definitely clear, an, it was, an emotional affair for sure. Yeah, and it was it just wasn't a good fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after she shut that down, you know, I because of kind of you know I'm explaining it away. I I fucked up. I I cheated. I went to um, a bathhouse uh, in, in our city and. Um, I started giving a guy a blowjob and okay. So that's what I want to, that's what I want to get to. I want to find like, I mean, I want to know what your first sexual, real sexual experience was like with Mm -hmm. a guy, you know, the, the setting, the scene, how it, you know, how it made, how, if you were nervous or not going to this bathhouse or wherever the first place you went and just, you know, take, take me through, take me through it. Um, now I know you said you got to leave, uh, soon so that we can't cover all of that in five minutes. Sure. So. Yeah. No, we can we can do a do a second one. Maybe I can uh, just tell the quick story here, and then um, and, and then kind of we can get more in depth into it in a later time. Okay. But yeah. So the uh, yeah the, the the first time was when I went to that bathhouse, and um, this guy had just a, a beautiful fucking cock. I mean, for just, those that don't know what a bathhouse bathhouse is, why don't you just kind of briefly, very briefly explain? Yeah, so a bathhouse is like a, um, a members-only um, sex club, basically for for men. They have rooms that you can rent. They have lockers you can rent. They've got um, steam rooms. Uh, some of them have steam rooms. Some of them have saunas. Some of them have jacuzzis. Uh, they got showers and bathrooms. Some of them have gyms. But basically, guys just walk around in their towels and um, go into dark video rooms and uh glory hole mazes and suck and fuck other guys so um, and so are these i mean are these places marked how do you even find them i'm asking yeah, for, the, mean, for the listeners sure yeah if, if you just kind of google what city you're in or the nearest big city i mean they're pretty much only in big cities but mm-hmm. just google what city you're in and and then bathhouse and usually something will come up um there are uh, different sites you can kind of hook up sites that will show you different areas where you can cruise and find guys. And, uh, one of those, I mean, um, you know, one of those areas and a lot of those sites is, uh, you know, our, our bathhouses. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, if you just do some Googling, uh, in your area, you can usually find it. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, I, I, I was at the bathhouse and, um, wearing my wedding ring because you know i thought that that would be like a an easy out if i needed to get out and um so you know that's what wound up happening unfortunately but because what do you mean an easy out like if if i needed like if a guy was trying to get me to do something um you know i'm still i was very nervous and just getting to the point where if i were to say uh, you know, I need to, I need to leave. I need to end this. Like it was just, Oh, I can't, I would be able to say, Oh, I can't do this. Like I'm married. I don't want to bring, you know, anything back to my, back to my wife. And, um, so in this case, like the guy, he was, um, super hot, kind of a, an older daddy kind of, kind of guy. Um, I, I'm very much into older, older daddy types and, um, kind of hairy chest and salt and pepper hair and, um, and just a nice thick cock. He had, uh, it was, um, like kind of a semi, semi erection. And it was, I, I love like softer cocks and like sucking a cock from soft to hard. And so just, you know, I saw him, he followed me into the video room and I, I just went for it. I got on my knees and, um, asked if I could, if I could suck him and, and, you know, kind of reached under, uh, under his, uh, towel, under his balls and started playing with his balls and sucking his dick. And, um, about halfway through that, I kind of realized like, Oh, what am I doing? Like, I don't know this guy. He could, you know, um, you know, I could get an STI, STD and, and bring that home. And, you know, I need to, I need to leave. I need to get out of here. And so I, so I did, that's what I did. I, I left and, you know, I, I stopped and kind of, uh, told the guy I had to go, but I thanked him for letting me suck his dick a little bit. And, um, yeah. And then I went home. And then after that, I told my, um, 
I was so guilty for about a week there. And, uh, my ex, I, she was kind of dealing with some, some, uh, some lady issues there for, for a minute. And, you know, I thought like, Oh my God, I, I gave her an STD. Um, so I, I owned up to it and, and came out and told her about it. And, um, she asked for separation and we separated. She said I needed to explore my bisexuality. So I got a prescription for prep and, and I just went, I, I went nuts. I, you know, couldn't get enough cock and cum at that point. So, um, but I, I definitely confirmed my bisexuality. I confirmed that, you know, I'm definitely into both men and women, um, you know, at different times, you know, one's going to be much stronger than the other. Um, usually if I go without, you know, without pussy for too long, I'm going to be very much bicycling toward women. And if I Can go you say without that word again, pussy. Yeah. I love hearing guys, especially <laughs> straight, straight guy sounding guys. Uh, say pussy. It's such, mm, just like the way it rolls off your tongue. It just makes me want to lick your lips. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's good to hear. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. if, if I, uh, haven't gotten, you know, Dick, uh, you know, recently enough, I'm going to be craving Dick. So, um, yeah. you know, and, and it, it goes back and forth. If I like have like a really long, good masturbation session or a couple days where I'm just like really feeling, um, you know, into, into guys and I like, get off and it's psychologically satisfying then uh at that point you know then i'll like just kind of naturally i'll start to go cycle hard toward women and then like i'll start dreaming about women i'll wake up in the middle of the night dreaming about women and and vice versa for for uh you know the other way so, mm, so that's kind of that's kind of how it goes but. well well when you have more time i'm definitely going to probe you uh, and I hate to say that like that. I'm definitely going to probe you for more information on these experiences because there is a lot to explore. Like your first, the first time with you getting fucked, ha having a man's flesh inside you for the first time, smelling a man's penis and his balls right in front of your face. Um, the first time, you know, feeling a man's flesh growing inside your mouth. All of those things are, I'm very interested in, in taking you back through that. And hopefully it'll give you an erection too while you're talking about it. So... <laughs> Um, Sounds so good. yeah, Sounds good. guys, stay tuned for part two. If you have a hot, sexy story, fantasy or confession you'd like to share, then go ahead and shoot and shoot me an email at naughtyaudioformen at gmail.com, giving me a short synopsis. And I'd love to have you on the show. Also, guys, I'm close to getting 10,000 followers on Twitter. So come find me there and follow me. You get a chance to see some of the things that turn me on and you might find yourself in a bait space with me. So follow me on Twitter at audio for men and leave a rating and review on your streaming platform. You could also listen to episodes on Reddit and leave comments. And if you want to leave feedback about the podcast in general, call the Naughty Audio for Men Anonymous Feedback Hotline at 908-954-5888. It's not a line to call and talk to me, but please leave a voicemail sharing what you love about the podcast, your favorite episode, your favorite content, and what you'd like to hear more of. And feel free to leave an orgasm. You can find all this information down in the show notes. Thanks, guys, and happy jacking.